Yeah, for so the people that don't know or like don't really know what this book is about, Art Persuasion, like just to dumb it down, a lot of people already have Art Persuasion in their abilities, you know what I mean? Like everybody can persuade someone to do something, but it's those who have the ability to do it in a way where they win without intimidation, and that's exactly what the book is titled. So um, the reason why I started doing a podcast about this book is because I wanted to emphasize the fact that a lot of us are keep, or I should say, a lot of us stress the fact that, you know, communication is, communication is key, communication is key, but it's not always communication. It's more so comprehension, and I'm sure a lot of us, or I should say, um, for those who haven't seen, uh, there's like a meme about this, you know, I, I've seen it online, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, but like, honestly, it says meme, it just says, a lot of people think communication is key, but it's comprehension, that's the real answer, or something along those lines, but it's true, because if you really think about it, like, you know, it's the way how you say things, like, I can say the same thing, word for word, to somebody else, but if I say it in a different tone or context, boom, it's a different meaning, right? So, like, with that in mind, uh, I don't know if I'm going too fast for some listeners, but, um, yeah, I thought I could bring some people on this podcast, well, not even just on this podcast, just have some conversation with people who are, like, like-minded, or people who have some sort of different philosophies, and I, and just give me different insight on this topic, because obviously, this is something I want to grow and branch off into something bigger than itself, right? So, uh, yeah, without further ado, just give me some respect for that, and, uh, yeah, we can move on with this. makes a good talker well a good talker is going to be somebody who can obviously communicate with everybody uh everybody meaning that anybody that conversation or those words are being addressed to um you know somebody who's very flexible with understanding people's perspectives too because to be a good talker i feel like you have to understand a lot of people and in order to understand a lot of people you have to understand yourself right um so, like, something along those lines. Because, like, the more I think about this topic and the more I even record about this uh, podcast, or I should say, the art persuasion, it kind of points out to me that, like, everybody has a different opinion about this matter, you know? Um, everybody I talk to, everybody I, I come across always has this definite term of somebody who has good communication, you know? That's, like, the most prominent thing that everybody talks about when it comes to being a good talker is communication, even relationships, communication, communication is key. That's all you can really hear. But how often do we talk about the comprehension? Right? It's like, think about it. If you're going to be talking to somebody all the time, and you can be the greatest talk in the world, right? And the person you're addressing maybe not have the same knowledge as you. They might, you know, they might even take in the information you're giving them as something else because they can be a scared to admit that they don't know what you're talking about b literally have no 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 knowledge of what you're talking about and just scared to ask questions or c well that's kind of two but uh, i put this one last but um a lot of people just literally nod their head when you're speaking to them you know what i mean you ever had those conversations where you're talking to somebody and you you would swear they were listening, but it turns out they weren't for whatever reason. They were spaced out or even just being distracted by their mobile device. Well, it's like the same thing here. Because when you really think about it, like comprehension has to be the most important part of the conversation. Comprehension is what's going to allow two people, two parties to come together and understand one another. Um, 
yes, communication is great, but it cannot happen without comprehension. So I just feel like um, that has to be the most, I don't know, I'm not going to say the most stressed thing about, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's not the most important thing about the art of persuasion, but it's definitely a big aspect of it, you know what I mean? So uh, moving forward, going on from there, um, common problems I have with even this whole thing is like, first of all, like, like I said, sometimes I feel like I'd be talking to somebody and they literally just have no idea what I'm talking about. Or it can even be something different, like um, people would be talking to me and would swear I have no idea what they're talking about. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm a very knowledgeable person. I mean, we're all not stupid here. And myself, I take pride in being a good listener. So it offends me when somebody tells me that I'm not listening to them because all I do is listen. <laughs> Trust me, when you come from a security background, you understand that your job is literally observing and reporting. And to, in order to observe and report, you have to listen. You cannot be talking. I came even from a kid I've always been a good listener because that's what my parents like just enforced into me kind of just put it into my my <laughs> my code you know so um yeah like it's just difficult to talk to people who would swear that I don't know what they're talking about and when I would try to explain myself they wouldn't necessarily allow things to be said and when I say that we all have that experience where we're talking to somebody and, you know, they're cutting us off, not letting us say our point, And it just goes back and forth. It's almost like arguing with a little kid. And it's just so excruciating just to even have a conversation with somebody who's built like this because they believe in a system like, oh, fuck, like, if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. Nobody can tell me nothing, but it's actually nothing like that in order to have any sort of negotiating terms or just to have anything run smoothly or has to be turned, you know? It's just how things go. If everybody drove green light all the time on the road, we have a whole bunch of accidents. It's the same analogy here. There has to be some sort of control. You understand? Red light, green light, yellow light, whatever. Stop light for other people to cross, whatever. But the whole point of the matter is you can't just do things just because you think you can do things and expect that there's not going to be a negative reaction like if by you being arrogant or ignorant or rough to speak when somebody's talking all the time and then you would try to say or defend it or rationalize rationalize that behavior by saying that's how i feel that doesn't make any sense you're moving backwards right so um yes this book honestly it's like for example Winning without intimidation. It would literally tell you how to deal with people like this. You understand what I'm saying? If you have these common, like, mistakes or common problems or whatever the case may be, this book by Bob Berg will literally teach you. Teach you about all the stuff that we were just talking about. Honestly, it's crazy. I read the book and I was like, man, the amount of times I've been in that situation is unreal. And, you know, I just feel like really think that a lot of people can benefit from this because if I'm experiencing it then somebody else might be going to like that's just like how shit would go it doesn't make sense for, for me to experience something that nobody else is experiencing like I'm not selfish or anything you understand that so um yeah like what makes a good talker just to jump back to this subject it's talking about all that stuff we just said I feel like a good talker is somebody who can 
kind of adapt to anybody's frequency and make people understand things. A good talker is like a good teacher, for instance. They can teach anybody because it's not the fact that they have their teaching license. No, it's the fact that they have the ability to teach somebody who needs to learn or somebody who is incapable of learning on that particular frequency or I should say in that particular way or manner. People learn differently. I think there's like nine types of learners. I don't even know off the top of my head. But um, a good teacher is somebody who can tap into somebody's mind and teach them whatever mind they're dealing with. Any type of learner. I feel like those are the good talkers as well. People who are really good at basically adapting to the energy and communicating from there. Right? So um, if you want to talk in terms of just being punctual, then yes, of course. Like being punctual, being articulate, being very, uh, I should say, confident in your words is obviously going to benefit you when you're speaking in public settings or, you know, not even just uh, talking on the phone or just talking to somebody who's important to you or whatever. But um, all these factors come into play. All right. It's creating a bigger picture here because um, this book is honestly ridiculous i say ridiculous because i'm just like holy that that's the best way to put it and the whole point of this podcast what i want to do is just kind of just show people like man not even just this book but books in particular there's so many things you can read about them or so many things you can learn that you would not learn picking up your phone and scrolling through a timeline right um i'm gonna have other people on this podcast too just even talk about this stuff but it's great it's really great i already think that a lot of you guys can really benefit from the fact that, you know, not everything you know is true. And that's why this podcast is here and books are available to you because you're supposed to share our opinions and express them. And in order to do that, we have to take turns. We have to respect one another. So the respect is space. You don't want to overturn anybody, vice versa, right? So I enjoy what I do and I just want to give back to what... I believe is right, so I'm just going to continue, and yeah, thank you. Issues I have with people and arguing, you know, um, argue persuasion terms of just even talking about that uh, using art of persuasion it's obviously just another form of negotiating you know you're having a conversation with somebody and it's going back and forth but you know the issues i find myself i have with certain people is like for instance um one my there's just people that you have to negotiate with who don't give you the time to talk that's a tough thing to deal with um the book mentions how to deal with those things but just to kind of break it down very smoothly here. Obviously, you want that person to finish talking, say what they want to say. I've had some experience working in the hospitals, and we had to de-escalate a lot of the, I should say, hostile situations. And one of the first things you were told or trained to do was basically let the patient or the person who's in distress to um, finish their sentence, express how they feel. Don't shut the door for them to speak, you know what I mean? Um, that's literally like one of the number one rules we've learned so um that's one of the best ways to deal with people who are like that but it's just 
very aggravating or annoying if they are one of those people who are aggressive too and persistent that would like say let's say you're giving them the time to speak and they would be like oh like you're not going to respond you know like they would aggressive you like assist you to basically make another move so they have something else they can say so they can get fired up and uh you know like i said before like it's difficult to deal with but there's various methods i don't want to talk about it too much but uh not on this episode at least we'll get into that later um but like have you guys ever felt like it's just funny you can understand everybody when no one can understand you that's another big feeling about being a good talker just being a, a good communicator um you start to realize that there's different ways of communicating and there's different ways to express certain words that mean the exact same thing key reference it's not what you say it's how you say it right so that is like one of the biggest things here um literally i've had so many incidents where you know i said something and someone took it as the wrong way and you know it caused an argument or caused me to lose the way of what i was trying to do um you know it's not something you should feel bad about i just feel like it's something you have to address to being that person that you want to be you're gonna have to deal with small obstacles like that anyway so the best way to deal with them is to be educated about them the first impression is probably the most important part in the entire process of trying to persuade anybody or trying to do anything in general it's like a job right like you want to go there looking good you want to go there looking your best it's the same thing with persuasion but you're kind of being more i should say instead of being physically in tune it's more of a mental thing but obviously you still want to look at your best because if you look the part you're more likely to do the part right so well in the terms of the client or whoever you're speaking to now even what i just said I just said we're first impressions or first impressions is definitely one of the most important aspects of the entire process our persuasion relies on people feeling like they can trust you feeling like you can keep your word the way you look is going to be a big crucial part of that so you don't want to mess that up in any circumstance um even going in more detail with that for instance you're going to a job interview and you have to basically convince your employer that you are the man you say you are or the woman you say you are in the resume on paper and if you don't look like the person you say you are it's going to be very hard for that person to believe you right so you know just keep that in mind when you're ever having conversations with people your word is your word your word is your reputation the, the reputation is your word forever the saying goes if you can keep your word, people are more inclined to trust you. If people are more inclined to trust you, they're more inclined to do business with you. And the process goes, you know, focus on one thing that makes everything easier. You know, 
So it's kind of like weightlifting, fitness. You want to have better workouts so you eat healthier, sleep better, whatever, whatever. Everything kind of connects. It goes hand in hand, one in one, right? Um, following up with even any conversation you have or even just in general conversation with anybody. If you were in like a tense conversation or even like a smooth conversation. But obviously, you know, you want to make sure that you're following up with the person saying or even if you're not even following up with the person saying, at least <laughs> if you're going to fake it, have the eye contact. Right. So that's a great thing to keep in mind when you're talking about this whole subject here, because I've, this is only the first episode. I'm just giving you guys a rundown of what essentially this book is about. But, you know, it's it's giving you that feeling where, OK, well, if I can keep following up on somebody's word or following up on my word, the communication and the relationship between me and this person is only going to get better, right? Always saying yes. Do you feel like you're always saying yes anyway? So, like, for instance, your friends are always driving you out. Oh, you're always saying yes to what you really want to say no. Like, you don't want to do the task, but you feel like you've been dragged into it. However you want to word this sentence question. But if you feel like you feel this way, well, don't feel alone because it happens to everybody. And obviously, we've all been there. Some more than others. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, what I want to say is, this book literally tells you, like, like I said, I don't want to say too much for this episode, but this book will give you some details about how you can shift that dynamic and feel more in control in terms of winning without intimidation. Because when you feel intimidated or if you feel like you've been impressed, you're going to be, oh, damn, like you're going to have that guilty or that bad feeling, you know, that down feeling. Um, when you're having a negotiation with somebody and you feel like you've been dragged to say something, like, oh, damn, like you said, I have to say yes or, you know, whatever the case may be. That's a big thing to think about there, too. And, you know, if that's something that occurs to you, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad, like I was saying earlier. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. We're just going through the rundown now. And the second episode, we're definitely going to go into more detail. So, if you feel like you're being dragged all the time, do you feel like you're doing this because you have to prove something or not? Like, Because when I do this, sometimes I feel like I do have to prove something. And, you know, that's just probably the only essential way to do something. Anyway, but at the same time, like, oh, man, you're going to feel bad. It's just going to take away that time you could have spent for yourself, you know. So, like, it, it sucks. As good as you can be. I imagine all the times that you went somewhere or did something you didn't want to do and actually spent that time doing something you wanted to do, working on yourself or family or whatever the case may be, making money, how would you be right now or how would you feel right now? Or let me rephrase that. Who would you be right now? That's the question. Do you understand? Because... You know, that's what motivates me to do it, all the things I do every day. I just always going to think, like, man, and when I'm dying, when years pass or whatever, I don't want to be sitting there like, shit, I should have done this. Definitely don't want to have that feeling, you know. But it's all right, because this book will fix that for you. That's why we're here. Anyway, so... If you're one of those people who feel like you get into arguments a lot too, like, oh my God, this book is going to be definitely for you, man. I'm telling you, because I 
feel like even just couples in general always arguing, always arguing like this book is a definitely go to to really tell you like how you can basically see the other person's perspective like I was mentioning earlier on in this podcast and how you can basically 50-50, everybody wins, you know, a lot of the times couples feel like they always argue because somebody has the right of way, but if there was a way to make it that everybody wins, imagine the happiness that would basically be <laughs> sprinkled about everybody throughout the entire world or whatever you want to call it anybody with this you know, method that's been basically encoded in the book for us to realize, like, holy shoot, maybe comprehension and maybe just communication is, is just different aspects of a whole spectrum. The art of persuasion doesn't just involve the getting what you want. It involves understanding people that, understanding people on a deeper, deeper level that would allow you to, I should say, make both of you get the best of the goods. So, it's it's very interesting to see, and I should say, read about. You know, um, even if you don't even argue often, it's still one of those things you want to keep in mind. You know, so good investments from every aspect of what I'm talking about so far. Like, for example, like how did you set a good example? When we talk about good examples, everybody has a different ideal for it. For for example, like an alpha male, you walk around asking a guy what an alpha male is, and you're gonna have so many different responses. You know, somebody who's big, somebody who listens, somebody who's this, 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 you know, X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, alpha, male, or whatever term you want to dignify as alpha, is just somebody who can adapt to all things at the end of the day. No matter how you look at it, yes, you're the, you can be the biggest, the strongest, or whatever. But at the end of the day, you're able to be flexible. That's what it's about. You're able to be flexible. You're able to be able to understand things on a deeper level. You know, and I don't know if you guys read astrology and all this stuff. It's kind of weird. Everybody talks about it, but I'm a believer myself. So maybe it's just natural for me to think on a deeper level. Whereas for other people, they don't really do that because they might, you know, they have different tendencies to do whatever with their brain. But who knows? You know, a good example was like, for instance, if somebody was standing right beside you right now, your mother, your father, your son, your daughter, whatever, and you were dealing with a I should say, tense situation, or I should say an altercation. Not even just you being a witness, you directly, you're involved. So um, somebody being very aggressive with you, how would you deal with that situation in terms of, you know, not making it seem like you're making a bigger scene? You want to set a good example for whoever's watching. Because me personally, like I said, you let the person talk, let them say what they have to say, and then you respond with a smile you want to smile you want to make sure that you're friendly you don't want to appear too aggressive this is like rule number basics and security so what i'm saying is not even just from the book but the book does mention these things we'll go into more detail when i get into the second episode but this is so far the rundown so a lot of people believe that talking is the key of course, but what about body language? Body language is a big part in communication. You know, just a fun fact. Whenever you're talking to a girl for the guys or for the men, or for, sorry, for the females, you can always tell if someone's interested in talking to you by the way their feet are facing. A lot of the times when someone doesn't want to talk to you, their feet are not facing you. They want the conversation to end them trying to go in the direction their feet are facing. 
You know what I mean? If somebody's facing a 45 degree angle and they're talking to you, whereas somebody's facing you on a 90 degree angle and they're talking to you, tell me how the conversation goes. It feels a little bit different. It's just a little small change in the social dynamic. You know what I mean? Kind of like altering. It's like a instinct thing. It's kind of weird how we operate like that, but it's interesting to see and feel. So, you know, that'll be it for now, but don't worry. There's going to be more. Um, tune in for the second part of this podcast dropping sometime next week. Just wanted to put something out there. I felt like I haven't done anything in a while. So, you know, for again, for those who don't know, I'll be continuing this journey, or I should say this, I don't know, I don't even know what to call it, <laughs> kind of just runs itself, but yes, I will be continuing with more episodes soon.